Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. at the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right kyle hey it's a friday night edition of the rowdy maglite show and i'm live right here at tri-city speedway and supposedly kyle larson gonna be here kyle magnum yeah, he is there. So is Chase Briscoe running the World Outlaws Late Models feature at a Tri-City Raceway. Uh, big race tonight. Um, you know, he was in the media center earlier today. So, uh, you know, busy day for Kyle Larson. Um, I know he's picked as the favorite to win on Sunday, and uh, it's been interesting, Rowdy. Uh, been an interesting day, you know, up at Gateway and now Portland. Uh, they're wrapping up their day with qualifying. And uh been an interesting qualifying session uh, right now. Uh, they're qualifying with rain tires on, so uh, the track's been wet most of the day there. So uh, that's kind of what they're facing, Rowdy. Uh, the Cup Series making their first laps at Gateway today in uh, practice, and also the Camp World Truck Series with practice and qualifying. That just wrapped up a little while ago. So a uh, busy day at Gateway, and now you're at uh, Tri-City for the World Outlaws Late Models. Uh, and Kyle... Trust and believe when I'm telling you the house is packed, the house is packed. This place, I mean, it, I'm, I searched and searched for just a place to park, Kyle, and I found a little spot somebody was leaving. That's the only reason I got a spot without parking out on the side of the road that says no parking. Yeah, I think, you know, I think when you, you know, when you're on a NASCAR weekend and you have all that, uh, you just have a lot of stuff going on, and uh, that's just, it seems like that's the case with uh, what's going on right now, so um, just a lot, lot of racing going on, and uh, you get to see all of it, you know, we got the uh, NASCAR Cup Series qualifying tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, and then the Toyota 200 for the NASCAR Camp World Truck Series at 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 Central. And then on Sunday, the Enjoy Illinois 300 at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Central. And then we have the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the NASCAR or in the Arkham Menards West Series uh, today. Um, the, the Xfinity Series got practice in earlier. They're qualifying as we speak. Um, Sheldon Creed has been the fastest He was fastest in the only practice today For 20 minutes uh, Ty Gibbs was second Myatt Snyder third uh, So there was some, a lot of interesting names up front um, In the practice session i got to bring it up quick And um, A.J. Allmendinger no surprise In fourth Brett, or Brett Moffitt fifth So um, how about Connor Mosack right now? Um, just he's hovering on the line and making it into the next round. Uh, Sheldon Creed with the fastest time so far, one at one minute seventeen seconds, seventeen point zero eight seconds. So uh, Sheldon Creed's had a lot of speed at Portland so far, Rowdy. Um, good road racer that he is. Uh, he's won the Daytona Road Course, and uh, you know he definitely has that road racing experience. Very good at that. So uh, we got the Arkham Menards West Series, Rowdy. Uh, we had Eric Nascimento on last night. Um, calling in from, you know, driving in the Arc of Menards West Series. 
Uh, we're going to have Vince Little on at uh, 7.45 Eastern on Monday night. Um, he's running the Arkham Menard Series West Race of Portland and at Sonoma next weekend. Um, that's what he, is what he told me. So um, got a lot going on. We have Scott Hecker coming on. He's running to Portland this weekend. We'll have him on at Thursday, 7 o'clock. Um, and uh, also working on Dale Quarterly. Um, I thought that was a pretty big one, you know, from the, the old Bush North days, um, making it a couple of ARCA starts in the West and East and also in the main series. So, you know, we have some good things lined up, Rowdy. You know, I'm glad you're at Gateway this weekend. You know, with you know those cars looked really neat out front. The Cup cars did. Um, you know, it looked like Team Penske had a lot of speed in that practice. They had the top three spots. Joey Logano, the only good driver to go under 32 seconds. Uh, Ryan Blaney yeah. second, Austin Cendrick third. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on. I'll tell you, those, uh, I, what you come away from today is the Fords are fast here. Uh, Kyle, a lot of them complaining about one groove. It's going to be hard to pass. Ryan Blaney was one of them that, uh, talking about it's, it's, they're only getting one groove and it, it's going to be really difficult to pass. I believe it, Rowdy. Um, you know, it typically is a one-groove racetrack. Um, you know, it's just how it is. Very flat, um, 1.25-mile track. Um, I'm glad to see the Cup Series uh, get a race there. I'm just interested to see how 300 miles is going to be for the NASCAR Cup Series, how that goes, 240 laps. And then uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, the Toyota 200. Um, I mean, Rowdy, what were, what were some of your impressions of the next-gen car? I know you've been to a few races this year, but uh, what – what were kind of your impressions today? You said it was a one-groove racetrack. What else did you see out there? Well, uh, start with Kyle. Uh, when they started practice, first car that rolled out to line up was uh, the number 18 Toyota with Kyle Busch in it. They got ready to uh, throw the, they throwed the green flag to start practice, and Kyle's car rolled over in front of me and pulled off the track while the other ones took the track and. Kyle actually had a, a flat rear tire. That's not a good way to start off. Uh, he wasn't in too bad of mood. Uh, I got to catch some of Kyle's press conference. Uh, as I walked in the door, he was kind of tough. But somebody asked uh, the question about Braxton being here and racing, and uh, he kind of lightened up his uh, attitude a little bit and laughed and talked about uh, a little bit of racing without without so much competition in it, Kyle. I, you know, to me, the cars look fast, Kyle. I mean, I've, I've seen the ARCA and the trucks here, but not the Cup, and it's a completely different ball game. Yeah, Rowdy, I think it is. And um, I know Kyle Larson's been the favorite almost every week. I think Ross Chastain is going to be really good. Um, 50 minutes today for the Cup Series, their first time in a gateway. A rowdy. The first time NASCAR was there it was a 300-mile NASCAR Bush Series race, won by Elliott Sadler in 1997. Also around the same time when uh, the Cart PPG World Series was there as well in 97 in May, uh, won by Paul Tracy. So um, it was an interesting day. I'm just looking at the speeds right now. I guess well, they don't show uh, ten lap averages anymore. While they were practicing coming in and out from the distance, I seen a big black puff of 
smoke. And, you know, when you see smoke, you kind of look for the firemen to see their reaction. Of course, they jumped on their golf carts and started shuffling over towards the, the fire, and uh, Parker Kligerman's car was on fire. I did not hear what bad, was up with bad it. Bad news for Parker, yeah. It, yeah, it it ended up on, on the back of a tow rig and uh, wasn't good. They set the fire extinguisher off, smoked it all up. So uh, th- they're in store for uh, some hard work to get that thing back into the show. Right, it's been an interesting qualifying session for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. I, I didn't. You broke We're up, still, Kyle. Say that one more time. I said it's been an interesting qualifying session for the NASCAR Xfinity yes. Series. Um, Sheldon yes. Creed still fast as Connor Mosack has gone second, and now Ty Gibbs goes to the top of the board at one minute sixteen point nine seconds. Um, you know how Ty's been on the road courses. I mean, you look at Watkins Glen last year, how good he was in that race. And Rowdy, we can't forget about the Portland One Twelve tomorrow. After the NASCAR Xfinity Series race, uh, 57 laps, 112 miles. And, uh, you know, NASCAR's had a big uh, influence there. So it's, uh, you know, nothing new and uh, interesting to see that. Um, you know, it looks like they're, they're wrapping up the first round of qualifying, going into the final round. And, uh, Rowdy, you got to see the Truck Series qualify today. Uh, Kornheim on the pole for the Toyota 200. Zane Smith starting alongside. And, uh, yeah, it's his first career poll. Uh, Stuart Friesen, third. Chandler Smith, fourth. Christian Eck is fifth. Uh, three guys, three drivers went home. Matt Mills, Blake Lothian, and Justin Carroll. Um, tough tough uh, field to make, Rowdy. Um, I know we, I know Jordan Anderson was kind of on the bubble for a while. Brennan Poole, uh, they made it in. Um, you know, Jordan, I mean, running, having his car, his Xfinity car run in Portland while he's running the truck at Gateway, um, a big deal. So, um, yeah, just a lot of good stories. You know, Ben Rhodes in the cup car today. I know he had some bad luck in the practice. And, uh, you know, he was behind, his, you know, his first time in a cup car and, you know, qualifying the truck. So um, we really got to see, you know, this this, this practice qualifying format. And, uh, you know, we'll see the cup cars qualify in the morning tomorrow. Uh, Kyle, I'm uh, trying to get a hold of, of uh, Spencer now, but, uh, what about Zane Smith making his uh, first cup start? He was uh, 26 in practice there. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Chris Buescher out because of COVID-19 and uh, Zane Smith in the 17. I think it helped him with the truck series deal. Um, I really think it did, and uh, it was good to see that. Um, see him run good in the truck. You know, he's been good in the truck series this year, th- uh, three wins, Daytona, Coda, and uh, Kansas. So uh, they've been fast, and I expect them to be quick tomorrow no- or tomorrow during the day at Gateway. Okay, I've, I've sent uh, Spencer a text message, and let's see. It just got sent. All right, Kyle. Uh, Nuzzo, man, I'm telling you, they got uh, Gateway, uh, worldwide technology of Gateway, that has really, really upped the game here. I mean, I've I've been here, I think this is going on like the sixth year 
and to see it evolve and from what it first started with the truck race and the ARCA West to see Cup coming, it's a really big improvement. Yeah, Rowdy, uh, you know, with Pocono losing a date, not really worried about it. Um, good that it's in the hands of Gateway. I like Gateway, you know. NASCAR Xfinity Series having a long presence there. They ran every year there from 1997 to 2010. Uh, Brad Keselowski won the last Xfinity Series race there held in October 2010 when uh, Memphis Motorsports Park shut down. Still a part of Dover Motorsports. And, uh, yeah, um, had some interesting races there. Like we said, Elliott Sattler winning the first race there in 1997. The NASCAR World Truck Series making their debut in 1998, won by Rick Corelli at Gateway. Um, Ted Musgrave, um, he's won there several times. That was his only win during his 2005 championship season in the truck series. So uh, big wins. Um, there have been some interesting races there. Johnny Sauter finishing second to Mike Skinner in 2009. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in that race with Matt Crafton, Todd Bodine, and Ron Hornaday. So um, been been a good weekend. I know uh, I've been sharing your pictures up on the site. Um, everything looks good, Rowdy, and uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate it, Kyle. Uh, Ted Musgrave, you was talking about Ted. I've seen Ted and uh, Carson Hoslevac. I think uh, Ted kind of is a mentor to Carson because uh, I've seen him at several races hanging out in his pit. So uh, not bad. Not, not a bad. Not a bad coach at all. Ted Musgrave has experience, and I think that's what's paying off because Carson Hosevar been knocked on the door of Victory Lane. Can tomorrow finally be the day Carson Hosevar gets in the Victory Lane, or you know, can will we see somebody like Zane Smith or uh, John Hunter Nemechek, who's won there before, see if he can get in? Uh, it's a day race, you know. Normally this is a night race, so uh, I think that's going to be a little bit of a difference. So let um, me throw that in the mix. And uh, I think, you know, I think a lot of those cup drivers will be watching that race tomorrow um, to see what, what how the track's going to change, what's going to happen when it rubbers up. You know, will we see multiple grooves, um, you know, when the rubber uh, gets on the track? And I, I'm interested to see how the race is going to be Sunday. You know, it could be very competitive, um, which I'm hoping for. So first time there at Gateway with the next-gen car. I mean, you look at the Coca-Cola 600, a lot of action, and uh, hopefully we see the same at Gateway on Sunday. Now, I wonder why they didn't use no kind of uh, resin on this track. I mean, they hit, they tested here, uh, so I would have thought they they would have done what this track would have needed. Yeah, I was in, I was wondering that too, Rowdy. Um, you know why why there wasn't any resin on the track and. Um, yeah, why? Why you know we have? I don't know how it's going to be for Sunday, but hopefully we'll we'll get a second groove in, and um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we can get that in. Um, we can get some some side by side racing, and you know, or that, or it's going to be really tough to pass. So um, that's what's going to happen, and you know, hopefully 240 laps. You know, we'll see who wins the inaugural Cup race or Gateway. Well, you know, Kyle, talking about the crowd here. The only thing I know that can really slow this all this 
attention that we got back in the racings is five dollar and nine cent gas that I, we're facing here in uh this town you know and four i think cheapest i got was four nineteen to get here you know what we were paying what cost us twenty five dollars to get somewhere now costs us fifty five dollars and it, it it affects us I mean, down to me last night, Kyle. I mean, I'm dropping eighty-five and ninety dollars a tank, and I've got one tank in, and I got to have a tank to give back. So, we we've seen this. That's the only thing I know, Kyle, that can kind of slow this down. But people's coming out to watch the racing, man. It, it, it's all you got to do is cut the TV on, look at the crowds. And Kyle, let me right, tell you, I'm inter- I believe. I believe Kyle Larson actually started something when he started going to to PA and racing the dirt. It seemed to put the itch in a lot of other NASCAR drivers to uh, get out and do the late models and try dirt racing a little bit. I think Kyle Larson's comeback is a great story, Um, you know, Spent most of 2020 in Pennsylvania once uh, he got suspended from NASCAR. Uh, won a lot of races, too. Um, ran well in the Tuscarora 50 at one point, 22nd and 11th and four laps, finished fourth. And uh, won some really big out- World of Outlaws races in PA as well. So um, that hasn't been a surprise that, you know, we've seen Kyle Larson at all these races. And, you know, hopefully we'll see him at PA and for Speed Week. Hopefully we'll see him and maybe Christopher Bell show up. That'd be nice, but uh, we'll see. Uh, that's coming up in a few weeks. Um, I'm looking for to go to a race next week, next weekend. I uh, haven't decided yet, but it might be going toward Port Royal, Rowdy. Um, you know, I haven't been there since March, so maybe going to see the 410 sprint cars and the, 30, the past 305 sprint cars with their twin 20s might be a really good show to go to because those, those 305 sprint cars put on a really good show. Proud of you there. Rowdy, I think we lost you there for a second. Okay. The, uh, Rowdy, yeah, you I think did, we Kyle. Lost you there for a second. We dropped. Wait, we did. We did, Kyle. Uh, uh, but uh, what I was I saying them. was, uh, you know, uh, I'm hoping to get to a race next weekend. I'm hoping to go to Port Royal, um, maybe as a little tune-up for the World Outlaws show. Uh, the 410 sprints and the past 305 sprints going to be in town for their twin 20s. And those past 305 sprints put on a really good show, Rowdy. Uh, they did at Bloomsburg, and, you know, they definitely put on a good show at Port Royal as well. Well, Kyle, uh, it's racing season, man. It's time to be. We're getting in it. Kyle said today, uh, this morning when I parked, uh, walked around, walked into Media Center, come back, and the people that was parked behind me was, I I, I actually believe they worked on the Kevin Harvick car because they they all had the uh, Kevin Guy rolled down his window and says, uh, hey, man. You got some pretty impressive track stickers on the back of your on your window, of your suburban there. And I said, 
Yes, sir, I do. I'm just blessed. We started talking about some of the tracks, Kyle. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward for us to getting back to PA. Uh, Bloomsburg, uh, what what tracks are you going to try to get us hooked into this year? Yeah, we went to well, Bahamas right, right now. It looks like uh, it looks like uh, Wednesday, July 20th, the World of Outlaws at, at Port Royal Speedway. Um, they're making a trip in July now, so that's three times in the year instead of two. Uh, usually the Nittany Showdown, it'll be October 7th and 8th, 2022. Uh, yeah, and the other one was Williams Grove for the World of Outlaws, Rowdy. Um, big show on Friday and Saturday night. I expect somebody like Kyle Larson to show up and run, um, especially with some money on the line. Uh, you know, um, that's kind of where I want to get you. I don't know if I'm going to get you anywhere else, but uh, right now that's my goal is to get you to those races, at least Port Royal and Williams Grove and maybe some more. Um, it's going to depend on what, what happens with the scheduling. And, uh, you know, I don't know, I know uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to get you to a Pocono Arca test on Thursday. I know I, I don't know if I'll be there or not yet, but, uh, you know, that's kind of what I have scheduled right now. And, you know, we want you to hit some of the, 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 the cream of the crop of the PA dirt tracks and, I'll get you to Port Royal and show you how it really is. Looking forward to it, Kyle. And last year, Mahoney, yeah, uh, last year was uh, Mahoney Valley. Beautiful, beautiful track. It was full, full of passionate female racers, Kyle, fans. I mean, they really were passionate. And then uh, we went over and watched Kyle Larson over at, at Lincoln. What a crowd they had. Really outstanding. And, and Kyle, we drove and drove and drove out in the country, and then we just pulled up, and there was a little dirt track. Beautiful scenery, Kyle. Awesome. <laughs> Tucked away in PA. Yeah, Rowdy, uh, big deal, uh, especially to have Christopher Bell and uh, – Kyle Larson show up uh, tonight. Um, you know, there's a you know last night Kyle Larson ran the USAC wingless sprint cars at Tri City Speedway or Raceway and uh, finished second. A Buddy Kofoid, who's probably won everything in dirt this year, uh, ran the truck for Kyle Busch at in the Bristol Dirt Race. And uh, Rowdy, I, I think you know I know we've been talking about uh, you know the weekend, this weekend at least. Um, Connor Mosack, um, I know I've been trying to get him on, uh, you know, running, running Charlotte for Brett Holmes Racing, uh, making his Xfinity debut for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, made the final round of qualifying, we're still awaiting that, uh, looks like Anthony Alfredo got off the track and uh, uh, brought the caution out, so, uh, yeah, and also uh, Parker Kligerman caught on fire today, Rowdy, uh, Parker's returning to the Cup Series for the first time in a while, a few years, and uh, his car caught on fire, so that was uh, pretty interesting. And uh, you know, Portland, like I said, I think you know tomorrow we'll see who truly really has the real hand and practice qualifying in the morning, and then uh, at uh, 7:30 Eastern after the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series race to Portland, won 12:57 laps, 112 miles at the uh, road course. Um, actually, Mark Martin has won a, a Winston West Series race there in 1995, believe it or not. So uh, Portland's had a lot of uh, NASCAR flavor in the past, uh, you know, with the NASCAR Campbell Truck Series, now with the NASCAR Trinity Series. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I honestly believe Connor Mosack might win the ARCA West race tomorrow. That's that's what my gut's telling me, Rowdy. Um, 
I just think, you know, that experience in, in, in the Xfinity car is going to really pay off, um, you know, to have that extra track time in running both events. I know Daniel Dye is expected to run. Um, we had Eric Nascimento. He's running that race. Uh, we'll have Vince Little on. On Monday night, he's running the race. And uh, it's good to see somebody like Dale Quarterly show up. Um, you know, I've uh, been running some ARCA here lately, ran for Bobby Gearhart out of Daytona, and um, running his own team out of, out of Portland. Uh, Rowdy, like, you know, I, I was talking with Char- Charlie Crawl today, you know, I was texting him, and, you know, we were just talking about the old Bush North days um, with Kelly Moore and Mike Olson. Um, you know, the good old days, you know, before it went to the E Series and now the ARCA Menard E Series. Um, good to see, you know, and somebody like Ryan Moore still racing. Um, you know, he's been around, you know, Kelly's son been around for a while and, uh, you know, he's been racing. So, yeah, it's interesting to see some of the names and, um, you know, this weekend, like I said, in PA, you know, uh, we'll have Williams Grove tonight, uh, Lincoln with a $19,000 to win tomorrow night race with the Steve Smith Memorial and, uh, Port Royal going to have a show tomorrow as well. So, um, a lot going on. Uh, Tuesday, June 7th, the, uh, the the short track super series returns to Bloomsburg Fair Raceway, the North versus the the South region. Um, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Jeff Strunk, the defending winner of the race in a rain shortened event last year, uh, 29 of 50 laps only completed due to a thunderstorm, and uh, that washed it out. So, um, Rowdy, we also have USAC Eastern Storm coming up. Uh, starts with Tuesday, June 14th, the Grandview Speedway with the Thunder on the Hill Racing Series. Uh, Wednesday, June 15th, the Bridgeport Speedway in New Jersey. I'm um, just going through my head quick while I'm remembering this, Rowdy. Uh, at least what's coming up in PA. Uh, Seelands Grove Speedway, Thursday, June 16th, uh, with the 410 wing sprint cars. Uh, Friday, June 17th, with the Eastern Storm and the USAC Silver Crown cars. Uh, June, uh, Saturday, June 18th, a massive doubleheader with the USAC Eastern Storm and USAC Silver Crown Cars of Port Royal, along with the 410 Sprints. So uh, what a show that's going to be. And then the fi- the finale at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway on Father's Day. Uh, Kevin Thomas, Jr., the defending winner of that race. I'm running the All-Stars now. Actually, just lost, uh, just parted ways with his All-Stars ride. So he's looking for some, some track time and you know, looking for a ride. Um, the All-Stars were at Bloomsburg uh, back in April. Uh, Alex Bowman and Christopher Bell both showed up. So uh, it's been an interesting year so far in PA Rowdy. Uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm glad, you know, you made it to Gateway. Um, I hope to be there someday. Um, I've always enjoyed seeing Gateway on the schedule, even when they brought it back to the Truck Series a few years back in 2014. It was good to see that back on the schedule. And, uh, you know, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting track, you know, four distinct turns. And, uh, you know, we've seen some really good ARCA races there. Um, I can think of the late Brian Clawson went in there in 2007. August 2007 with Chip Ganassi Racing. Um, what a big win that was. Um, he was so close to winning that year and finally got broke through for that first stock car victory. Unfortunately, we lost him. But, um, but you know, seeing someone like Brian Clawson win, I can still remember watching it live on television that day. Rowdy, go ahead. I just said um, I was think, talking about the the Arkham Menard series at Gateway, even though it's not on the schedule yeah. anymore. About Brian Clawson winning there in 2007. I don't know if you remember that one or not. Uh, Ryan Fisher had a big flip in the Venerini car. 
And uh, Brian Clawson took the win with Chip Ganassi Racing. His only stock car victory um, in the Arkham Menard Series. So, um, you know, what a big win that was for that team that night. Uh, finally getting the cup breaking through for their first win. Um, it was only a matter of time. And uh, Brian Clawson had some limited success in the NASCAR ranks until, uh, unfortunately, he lost them um, in an accident. And, uh, you know, Brian Clawson's uh, legacy still lives on forever. And, um, you know, he's, he's definitely been, he's one of the best dirt racers out there. You can ask anybody that. He probably is he's one of the best out there. Hey, Kyle, some, some reason I keep sort of leave, losing contact with you there, the sound. Yeah, I think I think you're in a bad area. I think that's the problem. You probably don't have service. What? I mean, it's like it keeps dropping. I mean, yeah, is that what it? Okay. I mean, yeah, I think I it's just it's probably it's probably where you're at. I, I mean, you know, I can't even. Rowdy, are you there? Yeah, Kyle, can you hear me? I can hear you. Kyle. Yeah, I can hear you, Rowdy. I got you. Okay. I have Gary calling in with them yo people. Okay. I've already sent him a text, so it, it's going to show up as a uh, 314 number two, Kyle. Okay. I'm going to bring up the board right now. Um, just you and me right now. It's 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Uh, let's see who's on the Xfinity poll. Anthony Alfredo has claimed the poll for the uh, the inaugural Xfinity Series race at uh, at uh, Portland. Austin Hill will start second. Let me get the rest of the lineup up for you. Um, kind of what's been going on. Uh, yeah, Anthony Alfredo was quick today. And... Uh, Anthony Alfredo got his first pull uh, for our motorsports. Big deal there, Rowdy. He goes in the record. Kyle, here. Yep. Can you hear me? Alfredo, Rowdy, on the pole. For the NASCAR Xfinity Series race, his first one. It's going to be an interesting race tomorrow. I can tell you that already. Sorry about the train, Kyle, but that's fine. All right. Oh, it's been called. Okay. Qualifying ended early, <laughs> believe it or not. But Anthony Alfredo is on the pole for the race. I'm just trying to get a lineup. Trying to find a lineup, Rowdy. I can't find it right now. Um, Jade Buford back. Um, he ran really well in qualifying today. Um, back for big, you know, big machine racing after a few missing a couple races, sitting out. Um, he's back. Uh, had a good qualifying run today. I uh, made the made. Uh, I think he scored ninth or tenth rowdy. So a uh, good run for that team. And um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll translate over to the race. Maybe he'll have a good showing. Um, you know, Jade Buford is pretty good on the road courses. So um, been interesting to see. And um, now that uh, we have the starting lineup, uh, I'm looking forward still. Um, haven't posted it yet, but Anthony Alfredo and Austin Hill are on the front row for the race 
tomorrow. So I'm um, interested to see how the Arkham Menards West series is going to turn out, um, you know, with their race. You know, we'll, uh, how wet will the track be tomorrow? And, uh, yeah, we're still uh, still waiting on our guest, um, Rowdy. He hasn't called in yet, but um, still waiting on that. Boy, I'm telling you. Kyle, I can't get nothing to go out here. Happens, Rowdy, but, you know, we're making the most of it, and I'm, I'm glad we could have a show tonight. Um, I'm glad you can, we can at least make this happen. And, you know, I know I know things haven't really panned out the way they want it, but at least, you know, we have a show tonight and you're at Gateway. So, that's, that's, to me, it all, that, that's what matters, and um, I'm glad you're there and we can get, uh, cover the weekend there. It's been, you know, it's a really interesting track, and, you know, it's a new venue for the NASCAR Cup Series. Well, I don't, I don't understand what that problem is, but... Can I give you a number and let you text over our number to Kyle? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I'll, I'll send it over to you. But, okay. uh, Kyle, it's just part of, uh, you know, part of doing business on the road, I guess. Yeah. Hey, Rowdy, how about we get bamatized? Throw it on there, Kyle. He was always there, Bushwhacker. At the floor of Bama Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Changed after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air Yeah, his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said, this is the promised land, it's what the heart of Dixie means. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, Show. If you have a dream, war ego, we got our rose down 
Rowdy, I, I have uh, Rowdy. We're back. We're back after being bamatized. Uh, I have some audio here. Kyle Larson from Gateway. How about we play it? Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We are going to get our media availabilities started for the day here with Kyle Larson, driver of the number five Valvoline Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsport. Kyle, you haven't raced here, have you? You've raced close by, but not here. Can you tell us how do you prepare for this? Are you excited? What are you looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I have uh, not raced here. I've raced at Tri-City, which is you know 15 minutes from here, Peebly, which is probably 35 minutes, and then in the Dome. So I've raced all around it, but never here. So excited. Um, haven't had too much time at all to prepare. I haven't gotten you know to run any laps here to test or nothing on a simulator so um we will um get the hang of it hopefully quickly here uh later on today but um yeah excited for the opportunity and and um have always wanted to race here so it's nice that uh, we have a, a cup weekend here now awesome we'll go ahead and open up for questions if you have one please raise your hand and we'll bring a mic over to you we'll start with bob jeff and then kelly uh, bob Hawkers, fox sports uh, did you want to do the sim and just sink it in or did you feel like you're so used to coming to tracks and learning them that you didn't need to go this time. Um, no, I mean, I just, I don't know, just everything kind of schedule is pretty busy, and by the time I realized it was Gateway Week, I realized I was racing every day this week, so I uh, just didn't have time. I uh, wasn't at home at all. Um, but no, I, I think it'll be fine. I, I go to more new racetracks than anybody does um, on our circuit, so I feel like I adapt pretty quickly, and usually have a really good track record at, at tracks I go to the first time. So um, hopefully this weekend's no different. Go to Jeff and then Kelly. Um, what, what's the key to getting up to speed at a new track? I mean, can you go all out the first couple laps? Do you have to kind of work up to it? Uh, usually I think you work up to it just a little bit. But, um, you know, all of us have a lot of experience in, in racing stock cars and going to new tracks that I feel like you kind of are close to those limits, you know, even right off the bat, and then you can find them, you know, pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're going to see anybody you're struggling or anybody way better than the next person. I think you are all really good drivers, and we're all, we will all figure it out quickly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll definitely probably try and break sooner than what I think is the potential, and then kind of creep up to it. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go to Kelly and then Tucker. Kelly Kramer, Racer.com. Kyle, um, shifting on ovals has obviously happened more this year than ever before, or if ever. Uh, it's harder, it makes it harder to pass, or it doesn't make the racing good on ovals. Where do you stand on that? And, and, and does it make it more difficult? Does it make the racing different? Um, I, I think yes. I think I think it makes it tougher to pass because it keeps your pace up. It seems you know you can. Um, you know, like lap times, you know, if the lap times start slowing down, you start downshifting to go faster. So I think we've all learned that you, know, you need pace fall off to pass. And um, now with shifting, it you know, the pace doesn't fall off quite as much. So it makes things a little tougher. Um, you know, these cars and the aerodynamics make things a little tougher as well. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's uh, we'll see. You know, I, I don't know how this place will be this week, and I, th I definitely think it will be hard to pass whether you know, we would be shifting or not. I, th I think it's just a you know, pretty flat, looks like high grip style racetrack. So um, those are typically hard to pass on. So with shifting, who knows? But um, you know, regardless, I think it'll be difficult to pass anyways. Uh, Tucker Wide Live Sport uh, on Sportsup. Kyle? Kyle, uh, two weeks ago we ran the all-star race at Texas Motor Speedway, and and now but after so many years of running it in Charlotte, then Bristol, and then Texas again. So given out after the uh, uh, Bush clash, success at the Coliseum, what should we do with the uh, all-star race now? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, I feel like Marcus Smith's hands. So um, whatever they want to do, I think we're all okay with. Maybe not okay with, but we're going to be there. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I don't think Texas. I hate to, you know, be another one of the guys to bash it, but <laughs> it's not a good track at all. So, um, it just doesn't produce good racing, and and it's tough to have a, you know, exhibition style race there, you know, when with when the track's not very racy at all. So, um, yeah, I think we'd all like to see it move around. Probably, you know, I think you look at other sports, all-star games and stuff, you know, they move from different, you know, city to city, kind of each year. I think, you know, maybe the cities and the, the arenas or stadiums bid on it. I'm not sure, but um, I think that'd be, you know, a fun thing to do is, is move the all-star race around, and I think it would, you know, add some excitement to the event. We'll go to Lee, who's to your right, Kyle. Kind of curious about um, adding the shoot to Sonoma, you know, since you won there last year, how do you think it will change the dynamic? Um, I don't know. I mean, they've they raced there forever uh, with I think the layout that we're going to now. So um, I'm sure it'll be a lot like those races. I would guess. <laughs> I don't know. And do you think having um, you know having the dirt track going so you know full blown right now during Gateway Week where they could get opportunities to bring people back and forth from one track to the other? know kind of build the, the fan base between the two here yeah I mean I hope so I, I think um, yeah, the crowd was really big last night and I think as it I wish there was a race there I wish it would have been yeah, everything a day later and I wish we could have raced there tomorrow night with Tri-City because um, I think you know Saturday night would be you know extremely big but um, I, I think tonight you know with World about all late models and, and sprint cars you know uh, with myself uh, running late model, I think Bowman and Briscoe are running the sprint car. I'm not sure if Bell's running or, or not, but um, yeah, it should be uh, an even bigger crowd, I would imagine. So yeah, it's exciting, and um, you know, the, the crossover is always good. Are there any additional questions for Kyle? We'll go to Justin. Justin Long, NBC Sports. Uh, it was announced this week that uh, Phoenix will host the championship race again next next season. Uh, just your feelings about uh, uh, a fourth year at uh, the championship race being in Phoenix next year? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like. I think Phoenix is a great uh, area to, you know, host the championship weekend. Um, you know, it, it's it's got a, a great amount of grandstands that always seem to sell out, which is good. You know, it adds the atmosphere. Um, and two, you know, I mean, again, like going to the All Star race, I would say like, oh, it should move from city to city, but. 
you know, November in, in some states is, is difficult to put a race on. So you have to think about that. You know, there's only a, a handful of tracks that could really host the championship weekend and, and not be concerned with the weather forecast. So um, yeah, I think that's why I was in Florida for a long time. And then, you know, they moved it to Arizona. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, Phoenix is a, is a, it's a, it's a difficult track to, um, you pass on and stuff, but I feel like it. There's moments where it can be you know more exciting than a, than an intermediate style track. You know, if you get a late race caution and stuff like that. So, um, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but I think it's it's okay. I mean, in the future, yeah, I'd like to see it you know, move around as well. But I think there's just a, a small group of tracks that it could really move to. Go ahead, Dustin. One other thing, um, obviously there's been some better racing at the intermediate tracks. This, the, this car seems to work at some bigger tracks. And again, I know Indianapolis Motor Speedway is a, is a beast unto itself, but with some of the success on the intermediate tracks, does that give you any hope that these cars could run better on the oval than what they have? And is that something that, that this would lead, at least should have people look at, or is it too much apples and oranges and it's, it's too different? Well, I think, I think Indy is just a difficult track to, I mean, you could look at like even the Indy, the Indy car race this year, like wasn't that exciting and those cars build, you know, really big runs. Um, so I, I still think it would be not very good racing for us. And, and it seems like, you know, these cars and the way the air runs off the back, I think it, it, it could have the potential of being even worse than normal, um, just because it's a flat, you know, track, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, as a driver, I would love to win on the oval there. Um, but the road course is, to me, more exciting racing. Um, I'm not sure if more people tune into the race because it's on the road course or more people show up because it's a road course. But I know excitement-wise, it's probably a little bit better on the road course. But prestige-wise, I think we'd all love it on the oval. We'll go to Reed and then back here to Jeff. Uh, Reed Spencer, NASCAR Wire. Are you planning to run the uh, Knoxville truck race? No. Never running a dirt truck race <laughs> again. What have you done on the off-week just to follow up? Nothing. Taking it off. <laughs> um, I know you haven't, you haven't been here, um, but are you anticipating it to be sort of like New Hampshire-ish or Phoenix-ish? Like how will this track race compared to others? Yeah, I, I watched a you know, little bit of onboard um, from somebody who was here testing uh, in the Chevy. Oh, I think it was Allgaier. Um, and yeah, it kind of it kind of reminded me of like a blend of um, New Hampshire and Phoenix. So um, I don't know until I get out there, but that's kind of at least where my my brain's at right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's another racetrack that we run that's that. You, you could compare it to, but uh, I think those two are good comparisons, and I feel like the pavement grip level would probably be similar to Phoenix. I, I think like that end kind of looks more like one and two of Phoenix, um, and then I'm not. I think this ends like a probably a tighter New Hampshire, maybe. All right, Kyle, thank you, and good luck this weekend. All right, Rowdy, we heard from the defending series champ. Uh, taking a gateway today for the first time. Um, I think he was in the top ten in practice. Uh, let me look quick. Uh, 
for you know for the, if you're wondering on the practice speeds how the rundown went, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Austin Sendrick, Kurt Busch, Eric Jones with uh, fifth fastest, Tyler Reddick uh, sixth, Eric Almirola seventh, Kyle Larson eighth, Ross Chastain ninth, and Kyle Busch was tenth. So um, can't really don't. Uh, I heard Joey Logano was good on long run speed. Um, that car's been really fast lately. And um, we also heard from a few other drivers today. Rowdy, uh, Kurt Busch was there after Kyle. And then the other Kyle, Kyle Busch, showed up uh, for his availability, then Kevin Harvick. So maybe we can uh, play a little bit from Kurt Busch. All right, Kyle. All right, everyone. We're going to continue our media availabilities for today. Um, we are now joined by Kurt Busch, driver of the number 45 Monster Energy Toyota for 2311 Racing. Kurt, can you talk about your preparation for this weekend? Yeah, it's exciting to go to a new market uh, for our sport, uh, for the Cup Series, and uh, just the excitement here in the St. Louis area. Uh, it's it's very similar to last summer when we went to a Road America. Uh, we had Nashville, and so just it, again, it's the newness and, and the fun of uh, preparing for something different and then experiencing it. So our team at 2311 with the simulator, uh, with uh, TRD and Toyota's help, uh, that's been the best sequence. And then I'm happy that we have an hour of practice and a qualifying session tomorrow, kind of like a normal, uh, well, the old normal, uh, of a nice Friday, Saturday, Sunday sequence. Uh, for me, that's, that's the best rhythm to get into as a driver. So, uh, and then, um, yeah, I raced here 22 years ago in the truck series. Uh, it's been fun to tell that story. And even at Brexton's little race last night uh, over at Dirt Track, uh, tons of fans coming up all excited about race weekend. So it's just neat to circle around with everything. And um, yes, I do remember the 22 years ago racing the trucks. Uh, I was leading with about 10 to go. We were trying to stretch the fuel and uh, ran out of gas. But uh, it is a fun racetrack to race on. And I think it's going to put on a good show Sunday. Awesome. We'll go ahead and open it up for questions. If you have one, please raise your hand. We'll start over here with Kelly on the wall, and then Lee, and then we'll come over here. Kelly Crandallrace.com. Kurt, you mentioned the newness. Um, for the longest time, it felt like there wasn't a whole lot of newness with the schedule, right? The schedule kind of stayed the same. Now the last few years, we're going to new venues. In addition to going to new markets, as a driver, though, when you have to get out of your comfort zone and go to places you haven't before or haven't in a long time what is that like to just again not be in that same routine of same hotel same racetrack same I, I know what to do every lap how is that as a driver yeah I think NASCAR has done a great job I mean Ben Kennedy uh, Steve Phelps uh, the whole NASCAR team you know we just didn't arrive here um, you know by planning it a month ago this has been years in, in the making with all the different schedule changes and it's exciting um, with the tracks all being locked in, I think, in that uh, contract with the TV or whatever that was, with SMI, ISC, um, all that seems to have now dissolved and it's created all these new opportunities. And when it's new, as a driver, um, yeah, things are different, but it's fun. And I like that. Uh, for me, driving rally cars or Indy cars, pro stock and at NHRA, I've always challenged myself with new things and different things and so this this weekend as a as a veteran gets me excited because it is something new something fresh and different we'll go to lee 
over here. Um, you said you were at the dirt track last night. I'm just curious, you know, seldom do we have an opportunity where you would have a sanctioning body like USAC, um, like World of Outlaws, you know, this close in proximity to one another where they can kind of feed off the fans. The fans can come here during the day, go there at night. You said you talked to the fans, you know, how is how important is it to have that symbiotic relationship between racing organizations? Yeah, I think all the motorsports groups that are here, if all, if this one's making a move, this one's helping, it, it's now a collective effort is what I feel like is, is key. And with the race fans, like last night, they're there watching all the different divisions. Larson's running uh, the midgets. He's running the late models. Uh, Brexton's running two divisions. And I told my little brother he's understaffed, so I'm going again tonight to try to help with Brexton's cars. It, it's fun, and the fans love all different types of racing. And even just uh, a girl I met last night sitting on her golf cart, she says, yeah, I'm not much of a dirt track person. I'm more of a drag racing person, but we're going to the race on Sunday too. And so that's, that's the, the, the vibe, I think, is that how everything just feels new in this area just with the cup group showing up. But this is some of the best dirt track racing uh, in the country, just because um, I heard the, the sequence is however tall the, the corn grows, that means it's better for dirt racing. So corn grows really tall around here, and it's, the dirt was awesome last night watching it, just how sticky and, and how fun the dirt track was. And how grateful are you going to be to get a weekend off here shortly? And your team, I mean, as much as effort has been put into this new car, how, um, how welcome will this off weekend be? Yeah, the off weekend after Sonoma is, is very welcomed. Our team knows that we've worked as hard as we have, but it's, it's nice to have a reset and then get ready for the second half of the year. Uh, you know, the, the summer months leading into the playoffs have those different style tracks within them, and uh, those are things that um, will help us grow as a team. And, and also, once we start getting closer to the playoffs, we need to prep for those tracks. So just, just taking it in certain chunks. And uh, yes, an off weekend will be nice just to get away and, and have everybody have their time with their family. We'll go to Steve and then Tucker and then back to Dustin. Steve Post, Motor Racing Network, Kurt. Um, when we look at this practice session this afternoon, are there little things you're working on in conjunction with Bubba's team with the Gibbs camp? Is there, are there six close projects? Are there six different science projects? It's kind of a luxury to have this. How are you guys as a Toyota or 2311 Racing approaching this practice session this afternoon? Yeah, I think the easiest way to explain is that with the six cars, uh, there's two agendas, and you have three drivers doing it this way and three this way to help confirm and cover as much ground, and then everybody can circle back around uh, because it's not an impound. We can still change things after practice tonight, uh, and that's my normal feel of, okay, I can change right front camber. I can change a right rear spring. Whereas all, most of the races this year is impound, whatever you show up with is, is what you have basically. So it's nice to get into extra detail today. And for me, it's just getting out there, getting acquainted with the track and verifying shift points and uh, seeing what the simulator has for <laughs> comparability to real life. We'll go to Tucker, then to Dustin, then to Jeff. Uh, Tucker White, last word on sports. Uh, Kurt, two weeks ago we ran the all-star race and uh, it was not good. So, uh, in line of the okay. uh, success with the, uh, <laughs> in, in line of the uh, success with the uh, clash at the Coliseum, uh, what should be done with the All Star Race? Uh, 
I mean, I raced, didn't also race. Uh, I didn't think it was not good. Um, I did my best to try to win it and to put on a good show. Um, I don't have a solution to your question right off the bat. Uh, there's different tracks and different um, atmospheres that you can throw at the all-star race, uh, whether it's a short track or a mile and a half like we've been on, you know, Daytona, uh, restrictor plate style. I mean, there's so many different options, and maybe that's something that we can look at. I don't have an exact answer, but again, uh, I think Bubba said it a week or so ago after the all-star race, and that's where the tracks, the cities, everybody bids on it to build up the hype and make it a big event before we even show up. We'll go to Dustin and then down here to Jeff. You're right. Uh, a couple questions. Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Uh, Kurt, this week it was announced that Phoenix was going to again host the championship weekend in 2023. That'll be the fourth consecutive year that it hosts that event. Just first of all, your feelings about uh, that event uh, being in Phoenix for a fourth year in a row next year. Yeah, I think Phoenix is a great track. It's a great market. Um, NASCAR owns the track and they own Homestead that we were at for 20 plus years. I think it almost is a, a bridge of the last question. Um, the all-star race is an important uh, staple in the sport, just as the championship race is the most important. And we can move it around and shake it up and take it to different places and have the cities bid on it and want to host it. Again, some of the northern tracks might be blocked out just due to weather. Um, but, you know, who knows what TV is going to bring us on the next contract, uh, where their markets will be important. And so there's a lot of factors involved. But just, just keeping it real and keeping it fun, I think, is, is key. Also, with uh, a good bit of success on the intermediate tracks this year with this car and how it's improved that racing there, um, I'm curious, as somebody who has raced in all sorts of forms of racing in Indianapolis, um, does this make lead to the idea of maybe looking at could these cars run better on the oval looking forward, or is what you've seen so far in a mile and a half and what, what you would happen in Indianapolis be like comparing apples and oranges? Yeah, again, that's a good question. It's tough to answer. I think the racing has shown uh, really well in certain tracks, certain situations, you know, whether it's this short run or the, the long run speed that we still need to have more stability within, you know, because left rear tires are wearing out more aggressively than we thought. And so, to me, I think the quickest answer, just watching the Indy 500 and racing in it a few years back, there's options for downforce that teams have in other forms of motorsport. And in NASCAR, we're, we're basically boxed into this very small box of adjustments. Uh, let the teams have more downforce that they can take out of the front or put in the front in the rear, out of the rear, and that, that would create a, a window for guys having this package and guys having that package at the same style track. And that might, uh, that might open things up to whoever has short run speed versus long run speed in a, in a different way or a different opportunity. Go ahead, Jeff. Um, along those lines, uh, LaJoy said on his podcast this week that he'd heard that NASCAR might take off the diffuser for like a Martinsville or a short track coming up. Um, do you, I, I don't know enough to say, do you, do you think that would help the, the racing at short tracks and should NASCAR be looking at, you know, aero type stuff to, to help those tracks? Yeah, I think, again, that bridges right off that last question is aero and diffusers, front splitter and how the airflow works and how it 
it looks in the wind tunnel with one car, doesn't necessarily act the same as two cars in out on the track in real life conditions. Uh, again, it's a balance in learning and applying it the right way. Uh, I think the summer test session at Martinsville is is where they're going to take the diffuser off to help see what it does for short track balance. And then it, you have to execute a long run while you're doing that, and it's tough to do when there's only the 10 cars or so that are there uh, versus the 40 that start the race. So we just got to keep piling up information and not necessarily looking or collecting at that, collecting data. It's let's apply it and let's go for it. Oh, no, this, this is as close as you'll get to a Phoenix sequence and um, track style. And so that's how we've prepped to even just show up here. And this is um, an important race because of the Phoenix championship race on what data we can gather here. Uh, look, I mean, weather's perfect. It's like 85 this weekend, and that's probably what we'll see in Phoenix for the finale. Uh, this, this is an important weekend uh, for a championship style effort in November. Are there any additional questions for Kurt? We'll come over here to the left. Uh, Max Austin from NASCAR.com. Kurt, you've won for a, a whole bunch of different owners. Uh, I'm curious if you can compare and contrast their celebration styles. Like, how does Roger Penske congratulate you and Jack Roush and Michael Jordan? Um, I guess, uh, you know, there's the different, uh, rival points on how you you get to those wins whether it's building a team up from scratch like this year um, you know Jack Roush and and Roger Penske and their legendary heritage in mo all right Rowdy go ahead Rowdy, can you hear your people can you hear me? Hey, what's going on? It's Mr. Gary. Hello. Hey, Gary. The king of entertainment. How are we doing in St. Louis tonight? Oh, my God. Let me tell you, it's St. Louis, and we are right. We're on it, baby. NASCAR is in the city. You're in the city. It must be time to have some fun. Did you go have a fun without me? Car, you know, we met about five, six years ago, hoping that we would get to see this moment, and we got the experience that firsthand today with the cup guys on the track. Gary, what's it like to interview some of these NASCAR drivers? I seen you had, at one moment, you had uh, Ryan Blaney over there. I'll end up asking questions. You know what? They are so humble. And what they really love is the fan experience. And that's the great part about NASCAR uh, and with Indy also. These guys, they come, they're there to do a job, but they understand, unlike other uh, sports, they understand that the fans are what is, it's all about. The fans are the ones buying the tickets in the stand. And I tell you, when they get a chance to go and do what they do, they keep the fans in mind, and the fans, they absolutely love it. We saw so many of the young people today, older people today, people walking, people in wheelchairs, and they were all there feeling great by NASCAR, the drivers today. Well, 
Gar- Gary Rowdy's at Tri City Speedway, and uh, he's been going in and out. Okay, well that's all right. Sometimes that's what the cars have to do. They got to go in and out to win, baby. So I'm good. We're ready for it. <laughs> uh, uh, Gary, I, I was asking, don't you feel like you that St. Louis has hit a home run with with NASCAR coming to uh, no, worldwide? No, I really don't. No, 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 I don't. I got to be honest with you because remember we're the the home of the Cardinals. We didn't hit a home run, baby. We hit a grand slam. We hit a grand slam, Roddy. Hey, Gary, it's Kyle here. Uh, First of all, thanks for calling in tonight. Um, I I just wanted to ask a quick question uh, while we have you on. Um, How long have you been going to Gateway? And, um, you know, were you there when they they first – the NASCAR at the time, the NASCAR Bush Series was there in 1997? No, I wasn't there. Um, But I really started going when it changed hands and it became uh, the Worldwide Technology Center, right, Bomarito. 500 with the 500 series and from there i've been going to the indy 500 up in uh indianapolis because i always like to go get the long donuts up in there and i'm just hoping now that nascar's here i'm loving it i'm feeling it i'm excited and i hope to go i'm i want to be i want to be a nascar king now i want to go follow nascar Gary, don't you think that NASCAR is kind of uh, diversified now? I mean, you look around and, and look at the crowd, it, it, we, we've diversified. Well, we did. And that's what I really love it because that's what Missouri and Illinois is all about. We like diversity. We like to see it. I mean, tomorrow night we've got Nelly from St. Louis performing. Now, if that's not diversity, I just don't know what it is. We've got <laughs> pardon me, we've got Kennedy. We've got uh, – the uh, art uh, with the uh, orchestra playing. And you know what? Who would have ever thought the NASCAR would be in St. Louis doing Pride Month? And you've got a lot of Pride people that's out there. So that's what the name of our show, Them Your People, is all about because we celebrate your people. So we're just showing NASCAR. They're showing us that we're about everybody, and we're definitely trying to be inclusive. And you all have gone, they've gone above and beyond to do that. So I love it. Gary, uh, have you been to any other racetracks, or is, is Worldwide Technology Raceway Gateway been your only track you've been to, other, other than Indianapolis? No, I went to Daytona, um, and I also went to Indianapolis. So, yeah, I've been to some. So, great. let's talk about Sunday morning. What, what's, what's your deal for Sunday morning? Oh, hey, my Ray. God. Well, Sunday morning, I've got to be on the radio with the king of the kings on his show. And I don't really know what to expect or how it's going to be going on, but I do know this at 8, 9 o'clock, that's when I'll start. But Sunday morning, they're saying everybody's going to be there. We want people to get there early. We want y'all to have your, uh, co- your cups of coffee or whatever you like in your coffee cup ah! at 8 o'clock in the morning. And they say that everybody's going to be dressed up too. They're looking for, we got the red carpet going on. I want to see what people are going to be wearing to the NASCAR race. And then it's all about the fans, the fan experience, and then we're going to say start your engines, and we're going to go. I'm excited. Gary, what uh, 
Kyle again. Um, what what kind of got you into NASCAR? Um, what, what what kind of attracted you to the sport? Well, I tell you what, Bomarito Automotive Group is one of the sponsors, a sponsor of my show, and they were they were doing the Bomarito 500. So I came out, thought what it was all about. But while I was there, I got the great chance to interview David Letterman. So you know, I'm hooked. Guys, I think we've lost everybody. It's just I'm here. I'm here. The king is here. Uh, listen, I would apologize, dude, but you know what it's like to be doing a live remote. I'm at Tri-City, and let me tell you that, Gary, there are so many people said it was the most he had ever seen here in 20 years. So yeah. racing is alive and doing well again, and, and thank goodness. It's glad, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it is. And you got so many people from the community, but let's not forget about what else is very important, the economic impact to Missouri and Illinois. The economic impact, people, jobs, jobs, jobs. They've got so many people coming over, the volunteers, the military. It's just a beautiful thing to see. I can't say anything but great and applause, applause for NASCAR for even kissing our city and our area with this. Yeah. So, Jay, tell everybody where they can keep up with you this weekend. Well, everybody's got to come over this weekend. Uh, we're saying and showing that it's sold out, but it's still so much other stuff to do in and around it. Or we ask that you go over to one of your favorite places, Ballpark Village. Uh, go to one of your favorite uh, bars. Everybody's going to be around the television. Put your NASCAR clothes on. Let everybody know who you're rooting for, and just have a good time. You know, COVID knocked us out of the box with a whole bunch of everything, and some people didn't make it. You got to come out and celebrate for the people. You got to come out and come together, and that's what NASCAR is. So we just want everybody to come on out and start their engines. Hey, it's not just a race; it's an all-day event, Gary. Oh yeah, hey, it really it's is. All weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. That's right. It's all weekend. I'm not letting up till Monday morning about 12:01. <laughs> oh my God, so, that's right. That's right. Ah. Oh yeah, but it, but then you know it's people like you, Rowdy. Um, cause it's when you guys come in here and you are seeing the city, we got to show up and show out and show you all that this is what we want to be known for. This area, we want to let NASCAR know we're ready. The fans are ready. The food is ready. The hospitality is ready, but most of all, we're ready for everybody to have a good time and go back and want to come back again to us. And come by and get a picture took with us, Gary. Well, you never know how good you look until you had your picture took, so take a picture. Absolutely. Gary, thanks a lot. And looking All right, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Gary. All right, Rowdy. I guess it's uh, it's almost time to wrap it up here. Yep. But, Kyle, I'm sorry it's been 
It's just go in and out. It seemed like every time I got ready to. It's all right, Rowdy. Um, I guess cross. I'll uh, wrap it Everybody. up for us. Um, and Kyle, I, I, hey, look, I like the idea. It may be sold out, but there's a lot more stuff going on. Uh, a lot of free stuff being given away. Go to the different villages. Hang out. Like you said, they've got. TVs all in different locations before the race is over. If you want to go on home a little early before everybody gets up. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Rowdy. Uh, Danny Dietrich won at Williams Grove tonight on a school's out night at Williams Grove and uh, Lincoln tomorrow night, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the weekend goes, Rowdy. So uh, let's, let's get on out of here. All right, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thanks for being patient. Keep your eyes to the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media Facebook page and the site. That's right. So racing Gateway style and Portland style. Evidently, they like it because there's a few thousand looks at it. Hope you get to see the features tonight, Rowdy. That's why I'm in there. Now, Kyle, but, hey, I got two races yep. in the day. I got a, at a new track. You sure did. I'll send you some pictures, Kyle. So it's again, my man. All right, thanks, Rowdy. Appreciate it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.